what's good? Welcome back to another episode of Henny Nights. I'm your host, your brother, the Henny God. And I got for the final episode of the year, I got the small giant in here. Small giant E. Clay, baby. And I got Terry Berry backpack in here. We're going very vintage. Wow. Terry, Terry Berry backpack. In other words, I got Mars and E. Clay from the yeah. T3 episode of podcast right. in the building. We had nicknames as our Facebook names. I know, man. Come a long way. Ooh, that was an era. That was an era. Yeah, man. Came a long way. Now, niggas is pushing 30. It's the end of the year. And I was like, yo, how can I end the podcast on a high note? My brother's all in town, so perfect way to end. It, perfect way to end the year, man. So with ending the year, what's going on with y'all? I haven't had y'all on the episodes in like September or something like that. Yeah, so what y'all been up to? Niggas in turn thirty. Year niggas in turn a year old. Niggas in turn a year older. So what's like? So we're gonna start with the oldest man in the in the the room. Who that? Yeah, you, bro. That's you, bro. So, what's House 30 treating you, bro? 30, man. 30 treat me good, I must say, bro. I'm getting older. The older you get, man, the more you start appreciating the smaller things in life. That's what our old nigga would say. But it's reality, bro. Like, you you appreciate the every day to day. Like, I be, me and my girl, she, she old, too. She's 29, so. I'll be coming home and both of us be hella happy to see each other after I've been at work all day. That's a, that's a okay, dope feeling, bro. That's a dope feeling. She be in the kitchen water with me. She be in the kitchen you water with me. walk up on them like, you miss me, man. <laughs> you miss me, man. baby. And a little kid you run up to me, man. Right, because she got a daughter. Yeah, it, it, it be, it's a good feeling, bro. And I, I sometimes need to step back and appreciate that more while I'm down there like this. Like now... When I'm away from it, I'm hella appreciating it. But yeah. when I'm down there, I can sometimes overlook it. What's yeah. the phrase? Distance makes the heart grow fine. Yeah, yeah. that's what I be telling my girl too, bro. Yeah. She be, like, she be like, man, I want to have to spend the nights away from you tonight. I'm like, dude, uh, we gonna be back together in a week. That's real. <laughs> I be hard. Well, like being time. here, she be saying yeah, that. Uh, she <laughs> with the fam over in Utah. you like you like ten minutes away. <laughs> exactly, bro. And I don't spend it. Man, I ain't gonna talk about that. I love nah. her. <laughs> That's cool. Nah, are you gonna? Are y'all both gonna go to church on Sunday? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like well, she go to her. She go to her own church, and I go to mine. So. Oh, yeah. y'all just grew up in church together. But yeah, now you she grew up. Ones. She grew up in my church. Gotcha. Okay. Both okay. of our okay. churches. Then she separated like years down the road. Gotcha. So. Yeah, if you ain't know, E Clay got a whole. Love and basketball ass love right. story with him and his girl <laughs> and shit. I mean, to a certain extent, I got that too, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Young Mars over here just turned two nine. Woo. So what's that been like? Um, <clears throat> well, I feel thirty already. I um, it's a lot of mile, it's a lot of mileage on this Maserati, right? <laughs> Maserati's got long lasting mileage, bro. Oh no, I, I still got the legs. I still got the legs, but boy, this engine sometimes needs to just relax. This needs to be the the show off car sometimes. Um, shit, like the lifestyle is still lit. That's cool. I'm just I'm becoming a lot more tame, a lot more disciplined, and a lot more focused on other things like. 
if you know me, you know I be active, blah, 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 blah. When I first started getting active, I think, shit, that was like right when you got your first car, Elliot. Like, yeah. We was just always <laughs> out, like just kicking it, kicking it, kicking it. And um, I mean, I, I just have a passion for life. Even if I wasn't hanging with y'all, I was probably still doing something. I moved to Chicago. I've always wanted one of my best friends to come up there, but nobody ever moved. So I had to like do my thing right. myself, but be my feet around the city is like, it's endurance, man. Like it's endurance. And I, I love it. Like I wanted to move to New York. It's just so goddamn expensive, but I get everything that like a big city like a New York would give me in Chicago. So that's dope. Went on a lower scale. Yeah. It's just a, it, like, it's not as expensive. It's not as congested. It's not as dirty. It's not as like, it still feels like a, like a big, small city type situation. Like it feels like the Midwest. And that's very like comfortable for me. I don't know if I settle down there or not, but um, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm just at a point of focus and preparing for thirty. I know you almost thirty, <laughs> and um, yeah, just kind of like I don't know, focusing and revising things. I've gotten more in tune with God. I've been going back to church more. For I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying oh, to figure out cool. like what type, I want like a young men's Bible with like those type of like Bible verses in it that like kind of catered to your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be more on that shit. I took a risk and now I'm out here like um, full time self employed for the first time, which is awesome but stressful um, at the same time, but very gratifying. And um, yeah, man, I, you I, got I, your own schedule, low key. Yeah, 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 and I mean like. I be I want another job because I be bored. Like after I do meetings and like send off emails, whatever, whatever. After that, the rest is just playtime. So I don't know. I'm it's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm, I'm blessed and highly favored and very appreciative and excited for 2019. Go get me. I feel you. So what about you, old nigger? <laughs> she you were like two three weeks away. Uh, about three weeks away. Yes. Uh. I'm ready, bro. Like with the SpongeBob socks on. I'm yeah, ready. I got my SpongeBob. I'm ready, I'm man. Ready. I'm still a grown ass kid, like the old gay say. But um, I'm ready. Like it's crazy because like when we were like 18, 20, 21 and shit, we dread that shit. Like, yeah, I couldn't <laughs> imagine being. A, I was like, dang, nigga, you old. Yeah, you old, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How what what fun yeah. is it being old? Yeah. And then like as it's gotten closer, like I was telling Mars the other day, like like the beginning of twenty eighteen, like I wasn't even thinking about thirty. Like I was just thinking about having a good time, thinking about school mm-hmm. thinking about this fucking podcast that i started um yeah hella plays now what, what <clears throat> i know you was what ten thousand. that was a while ago yeah humble brag it's over 20 oh, but <laughs> right. humble brag uh and that's thanks to everybody that's listening to this right now yeah. and like my boys coming on here with me and you know just letting just guests throughout the years yeah that too just providing a platform for people to you know just talk but um yeah i wasn't thinking about it and then the summer came and i was just thinking about having fun but it's crazy like as is like six months out five months out mm-hmm. four months mm-hmm. out start closing i in. started it started closing in on me and i just sense like certain traits and dynamics of how i am it's just a person starting mm-hmm. to change you know you what I'm do saying? start to become more self-aware yeah self, super and i've always yeah. been ultra yeah. So self-aware and like 
as far as like just knowing me and then also self-deprecation like that's a an outlet for me too as far as humor and shit like that but yes 30s just closed in on me it's just like bro i just prefer to hang out with my family or just prefer to read or just prefer to sit down and write out a show or think about ideas for the Mm -hmm. show or you know, have some alone time. Or like just little bro. things where like twenty, like eighteen to twenty-two year old me were like, no, nah, nigga, we need to be out we here. Need to be out, you know, and, you know. Granted, in our ex- our experience, like we started super young, mm-hmm. like as far as like kicking it, hanging out, and just taking on the city and things like that. So by the time, realistically, I hit 23, 24, I was, like, tired of that. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you get in a relationship, get out of a relationship, then you get that burst of energy to, like, do that shit again. (laughs) And, yeah, it was cool, but it's just like, bro, like, okay, now what? Now it's more so thinking about, okay, at some point you want to start a family. Mm At some point, you want to be a husband. Like, yes, that is something men think about. Like, you think yeah, settling down. Yeah. You think that's something that all niggas have an inner feeling of. Wanting. I feel like I feel like men like, do have that, but like some don't. Do some some don't want to put yeah. the work in yeah. to be that. Some just want to continue to live the young wild nigga lifestyle. It's and granted, them them type of niggas yeah. should continue to live. Yeah. The young, wild, free nigga lifestyle because you avoid fucking up a woman that way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, if and that comes with being self aware too. Like mm-hmm. if you don't, if yeah, you know that's you not for you, then don't portray that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. somebody asked me a question today about relationships, and it was like, uh, well, not somebody. My girl was talking about relationships. <laughs> And she was yeah. like, she posed the question was like, do you think relationships have to go through hell to flourish? Hell no. And I was like, no, nah, I don't think, for one, it's toxic as fuck. Mm-hmm. So you're to going even to, think to that, even think yeah, that you yeah, have to yeah, fr- yeah. drag somebody through the mud in order for a relationship like, to flourish. If it's not mm-hmm. bad, you like, how can I make Yeah, how is this like, we not going through shit. Like, yeah, all relationships yeah. go through shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You not every day is gonna be sunshine and rainbows, and not every day is gonna be you at your girl neck or she at your neck. Mm-hmm. It's all of that shit. Yeah, it's all, <laughs> it's all the above. Plus, but you don't have to drag a motherfucker through the mud to get that. And yeah, that comes yeah. from I feel like what it really boils down to is like people don't want to take responsibility for their own actions. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's, like it's, a, it's a maturity thing. Right yeah. There. Like, being able to own up, take responsibility, and even, like, set goals and work towards something, like, to decide to be a better man. Like, being, like, being what a man is, I think, at least for us, that shit is not easy. Like, right. We respect and admire our dads a lot. Like our parents, like gave us nice lives, so on and so forth. And now that we get older, like I mean, it's it ain't like I just hit it at twenty nine. But like the older you get, the more you appreciate like what people who provided for you and helped to raise you like did for you, because you start to understand how much you have to struggle and give up and you know make certain decisions that maybe sometimes you want to do something for yourself, but you really can't for real, for real, because you have a whole fucking family ahead of you. 
And then on a personal level, like where we are right now, like in the climate of the culture, we big on mental health awareness, especially for black men, because niggas go through a lot of shit and we keep a lot bottled up. Like it takes a lot of work to be woke, to respect women in a certain way. That wasn't always the way that we were taught or raised to respect and honor and uplift women. So, you know, be able to talk about crying. Like, I'm okay with saying I cried like a month or so ago and like oh, so much weight was lifting off my shoulders for that shit. I'm, it's hard for me to cry in general. And sometimes I felt sad or down and I wanted to let it go. But that was dope when I felt like that weight lifted off. And it was incredible when I saw 21 Savage on the Breakfast Club talking about how he <laughs> cries. I'm like, that's a crazy thing to think of, though. Like, 21 Savage, nigga got a knife on his forehead, bro. Like, he's, he's supposed to be, yeah, he's that supposed to be Mr. Pain. Tough Guy. <laughs> he do. We all yeah. do. And that's the thing that I think we at right now in life is realizing that we do feel pain and we need to make sense of things. We actually have to put in that work to understand how we feel, our effect on other people, then also the direction that you take in your life. Right. Playing, like you said, like if you ain't if you ain't trying to do that, don't fuck up nobody else's life. Like just at least be open and honest about that. If you're gonna play dirty, at least fuck safe. You know, <laughs> and then other than that, like goddamn me, I can't blame you for it. But at least I think the cloth that we cut from is that we want more for ourselves and we do want families. And we 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 We've known these things for a long ass time. We've talked about marriage and kids and all that stuff since we were teenagers. Yeah. And it's like, you know, 20s, that's the generation of young people that, you know, that's when you figure shit out, you make your mistakes, blah, blah, Right, blah, blah, I don't want to make it seem like we was always on that. Yeah, no, no. Obviously, niggas is pushing 30, yeah, yeah. so the mind stay has changed yeah, a little bit. We, we, we always thought about that, though, because I remember when we were teenagers, bro, we, we all chose the girl that we thought we were going to marry. So we were low-key thinking about that crap back then. <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe, good. like, we were just in that group that was just a little bit different, yeah, but then yeah, niggas yeah, did yeah, go yeah. through whole phases. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to sit over here and be like, yeah, yeah nigga, like, I still need, I still take responsibility. Need like, we didn't do toxic trash shit. Like, we did some trash shit. Yeah, so, I so, mean, shit, like, for me, there's a young lady that I love to death, but I got to make things right, you know, in my life. Like, but I'm hella focused on that. I'm not focused on no other fuck shit. Like, you I'm gotta gonna, make things right yeah, with like, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, step up, show and prove. Like, I'm very serious about the shit. The lifestyle mm-hmm. I live can definitely, like, I don't cheat. I don't fuck around. I don't do a lot of the stuff that I would have done when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But the perception of me is one thing out there. And what I project to show to the world. So, like, being able to actually, like, get a young lady to really let her guard down for real, for real, and trust her and know, like, yo, I care about you the most more than all of this shit. Like, I want something with you. That is not an easy thing when, I mean, you DJing and it's 2, 3 in the morning and you're drunk and all this other shit. Now, I still don't fuck up or fuck around, but, you know, like. Well, you single, too. So, like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's but, all within reason. Like as long yes. as it's an understanding. Yes, that, yes, yes, yes. But I mean, it, I, I consciously try my best not to do fucked up shit that I will regret later. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, I, 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 <laughs> it's I know conscious. My, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I fucked up before. Like in my past, I've gotten better with like keeping my dick in my pants and all that other type stuff. I mean, you know, young girls think I'm cute and want to hang out, blah, 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 blah. But I can't really lead nobody on and, like, sell nobody no dream and then 
next thing you know, you accidentally breaking a heart for some reason and some right. other shit like that. Like I'm not, that's not the way. That's yeah. crazy. I've never felt like I was selling the whole dream. <laughs> I, if a girl was interested in me and I was interested in her, it was like not a whole lot of game that needed to be run. But that's probably why I didn't have as many hoes as a lot of other <laughs> niggas. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that, that might be yeah. good. I mean, because I, like, I get the whole Libras being indecisive thing. If I'm single, single, Dang, and I'm a- like actually like, I'm talking like... I will get my roster up to like five or six and then chop it down to like a two or three. Like I, I want to see, <laughs> yeah. you know, what's out there, what I really, yeah. really like, and then kind of like weed and seed it down. But even if I'm dealing with like two or three girls, like at that point, if I'm divvying out my time and attention and all that stuff, I can't really focus on one. So it's like, who do I really want to want to be with? And it's not always like you madly in love. Like I fuck with what they used to say in theology class about like love is a choice. Like you it definitely is like something that sparks with you and another person, but like the act of loving is a choice. You have to constantly like work at that shit and do yeah. You choose to be with a certain person and like let those seeds grow into a beautiful flower. But I mean, shit, if I'm digging two or three different types of girls and they all dope and doing all this other shit, it's like, damn. Uh, so I get stuck in limbo. So I try to be very like <clears throat> narrowed down nowadays instead of like, allowing myself to be distracted because I can put myself in a jam and next thing you know I could have three different girlfriends but it's like I can't have three fucking girlfriends so I'm just stuck somewhere until somebody make me do some shit or something that's not cool that's real I've never thought about being with more than one woman at one one woman at one time, but that just seemed like way too much. Like work. as far as dating, or- yeah, like seriously dating. Oh, you can talk. Oh to, no, I, you can talk. I, I can to do women. actual girlfriends, but I mean, you going out having a good time. You fucking the sex is nice. Everything's fun and fancy free, and you don't have to deal with the actual the stresses and pressures and to? obligations of actually being in a relationship. Like yeah. when you're in a relationship with somebody, like. You you doing shit to make her happy, you know, and how, hopefully she's doing things to make you happy. But y'all focus on each other when you don't actually have to like say we're exclusively together. You can kind of just fuck off and fuck around as much as you want to, and can't nobody really like make you feel bad about it because it's like we're not really together. And I, I, that was always kind of like a fuckboy line, but I, I'll admit I've used that in the past. As though to my advantage, it was really like a thing, like we not actually together. So like, what's the big deal? <laughs> what you tripping for? We not even together. <laughs> yeah, but like I had I had to chill on it, and it's like I I had to be self, more self aware of the actions and things I've been doing because the delivery and saying that is fucked up, right? It's really, fucked up. <laughs> it's and it's also oh, misleading. Man. Like I get it. Like I I. The older I've gotten, the more I understand the importance of actually saying things to women, like being very intentional in the things that you say. Because you could be hanging out, having a good time, and you spend a lot of time. Sure, it's it's not hard. I've been there in my like my mid twenties where I could have like three different chicks, and like it seemed like you damn near all my girlfriend or whatever. So it can be misleading because actions speak louder than words. But you just like women need that confirmation, bro. Like they need that confirmation for real. And you can act like y'all are together and then fuck around and not really be together. And she heartbroken and mind blown off that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another point I made was like as far as like the relationship going through hell type shit was <clears throat> how often do you hear like or see women make statuses and be like, You lucky my mean ass like you? Or um, 
or I'm a lot to deal with. Mm-hmm. And how often do you see statuses where niggas are like, if you ain't fucking with me when I'm down and out, I can't fuck with you at all. Ooh. Or fucking with me when I'm at my lowest. It's like, okay, man, right. like, where does the responsibility come in at this point? Like, true, 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 true. Like I like we like we were saying earlier, like you shouldn't have to drag a motherfucker through the mud to be like, oh, this relationship is worth it. Like, oh, maybe right. I should put in a little effort. Like you said, yeah. like you were saying, it's a choice mm-hmm. to actually do right by a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's not a hard choice. No. It's consistent work. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's not a hard either. Feel like yeah, I want to do it or you don't, and then you leave that motherfucker alone. Mm. But like once you make the choice, yes, yeah, continuous effort. That's what a commitment responsibility. Is. Like, yeah, and I, I think so, like our generation, not really specifically us. It's a lot of us too, but just like younger people in their twenties right now, like teenagers too. It's gonna be bad for them. But accessibility is at an all time high, right. and like. You can, well, we caught a bit of that too, though. Like mm-hmm, accessibility, because mm-hmm, 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 nigga, I'm gonna be 100. Like when we was going out, kicking it as teens and shit, and you know, Facebook tag pictures popping up everywhere. Motherfuckers yeah. always asking us what was popping and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, allow us to have access to yeah. these other girls and shit. Yeah, niggas was and then from on there. The, niggas was on the DMs before the DMs right. came. And then there, from bro. there. <laughs> You was, you know, you was cracking cheeks. So like, oh, we caught the very beginning of the accessib- yeah, accessibility yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. But I get what you're saying. Like now, nigga, like yeah, yeah, it's it's wild, it's wild. And like, I just feel like commitment isn't as much of a thing to people nowadays as it used to be. Whether it be commitment to a job, commitment to your major, commitment to your lover, like it's so much stuff out there that is so much is easily disposable because. You look on your phone and you feel like it's always something else out there. Right. It's always That's better. Yeah. You know, like I don't it's fucked up. And I mean, I understand, like, yeah, things can be better. Like, but what they say, the grass is greener on the other side. It's but not mean, always it's not always green on the other side. Yeah. yeah. It's like, all right, cool. You don't like your job, but like just because you transfer to another job, like, don't make that shit better. When most of the time people actually they care about things that like are standard quality of life shit that most of these jobs ain't offering anyway. Like, there needs to be paid maternity and paternity leave. There needs to be more PTO. Niggas needs to be making more money. Like, just because you leave, I don't know, fucking Amarin and go to Anheuser Bush don't mean shit's gonna be doper for you. You just switching job cultures. That's it. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, these companies is, like, really, really, really about their bottom dollar. Like, these niggas don't give a fuck about you, bro. But some niggas know how to make it appear that they do, which is why it attracts some people. Yeah, the grass ain't always greener on the other side, though. It's all just grass. It all is literally just the sun shining down and the way that the shade look on one side versus the other, bro. Like, this shit is... Life is beautiful, but shit ain't sweet at the same time. Like, you gotta really make the most of this thing. And it's just like love. Perception is a choice. Like, you gotta choose to actually see things on the brighter side and be optimistic. As opposed to a fucking negative Nancy all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. So, moving on from the relationship shit, what's some, what's like a major thing that you learned this year that you're going to run with in 2019? Woo! i start with you, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> that I can teach myself self-discipline, bro. That's the, 
Yeah, that's one thing I've learned so much, especially moving down to Dallasburg. But one thing I do admire myself on is me moving down there. I I wasn't paying rent when I before I moved down there. And for me to go down there and have that significant of a bill per month and still be able to survive is like crazy to me. So that's just a boost for myself in order to be like, yeah, yeah okay, I can, can discipline myself yeah, for this, yeah, yeah. bro. I can take it to the next level and continue to discipline myself as to where um, I'm saving more and doing what more I need to do financially. So going into 2019, and that's so cliche. It's something I – it's not cliche. It's, it's what matters to you, though. Like, yeah, yeah, that's so, something good for you. Yeah, like, it's, not, not, yeah, yeah. it's not hurting anything, yeah, so why yeah, not yeah. be positive and think about that, yeah, right? So the resolution to be, yeah, this self-discipline, man, and it's more than just money. It's eating. I want to yeah. get my health straight. Niggas not getting younger, bro. We just mm-hmm. talked about niggas, niggas oh, getting older. So. at the top of my shit for this. Yeah, for sure. exercise. So it's just. It's really a lot of things that the typical nigga needs to do is just get his finances, body right. And one thing I want to do, I have realized I've been working hell so I want to make my girl happier because I feel like I'll be working so much. She put forth more energy in making me happy than I put forth towards making me her happy. Not to put relationships back on top, but that's just how I love keep it feeling. Later. That's personal for you, though. Yeah. So it falls in line with the question. Yeah. So, like... Is I mean, if, you, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But that's dope that you said self discipline and shit yeah, like that. I would not, never thought about that, but that's super important. That's so over. the man, Mars, Marsalis Hefner, Teddy Berry Backpack, Rocky. Um, <laughs> I, I well, I, I I know I had mentioned before we had started on the show, but like my confidence is not like. I'm I'm a humble guy. I'm a humble guy. And I think this year, like, owning it was a thing for me that I'm just going to, like, do more next year. Like, it's been more than a fair share of personal stories of how I've influenced and inspired people in so many different ways and made an impact on people's lives and shit. And it's always just kind of like, oh, that's what's up. Like, I'm happy that it happened, blah, 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 blah. Which is cool. I don't want to become like arrogant and a dick out of nowhere, but at the same time, like really embracing that shit for real, for real. Like after I became self-employed, I really like all I can really do to determine like my survival is myself. Mm -hmm. And that really I had to become more confident to become more aggressive, aggressive and tactical when it comes to making these types of moves Mm -hmm. and like me. Owning, like, being an artist. Like, I would say, like, I've been calling myself an artist for, like, a year and a half, two years now. My artist mm-hmm. was like, nigga, I thought you was an artist already. <laughs> so it's like, you know, just even in my head, you know, I'm thinking I'm making a breakthrough. But it's like, I'm already living and doing those things. But owning it, embracing it, and, like, really, like, becoming that, it's a challenge. Like, you know, you know, you can feel like you good looking or this, that, and the third. But until you actually be like, <laughs> yeah, no, like, I'm, I'm that nigga for real. Mm-hmm. Like that's definitely a thing. And I think that's something that might have stopped me from opportunities when I was younger or whatnot. But I'm very happy for and proud of myself for the position that I'm in going into next year. Mm-hmm. I put a lot of groundwork in. Some client opportunities could definitely come my way. I've done some pitches to close out the year. And that's just going to look sweet on my resume. I took a photograph. I pitches. 
No, pitches. Uh, oh, niggas took pictures of you. No, pitches, pitches. like pitching pitches. to oh, clients. Oh, I got These are like these are like some clients that like come with a nice little bit of change and also will look like great on my resume. Like my LinkedIn will be like, oh damn, you did something for such and such. That's awesome. And like other people mm-hmm. will definitely want to hire me and pay me buku bucks and so many more doors are open for me. It's just a matter of like me actually owning and embracing like. I don't know. It, it, it still feel weird and funny saying it, but I'm special. Like, I don't I don't know what the fuck it is. And I don't know if I ever really be able to pinpoint it. But God put me on this earth for something. And people have told me in so many different ways and so many different signs. Strangers on the street will talk to me and be like, oh, you going somewhere. And it's like how many times do I need to really hear these types of things from the universe in order for me to, like, embrace that. Now, like I said, I don't want to be a dick. But at the same time, like, I think I do need to tap a little bit more into that shit going into 2019 to really get to where the fuck God intends on me to go. And so that's something in discipline again as well. Like, I definitely want to tone down and cut back on a lot of things. Like, I will probably not going to stop drinking because I like booze, but I'm, I'm definitely I'm definitely going to, like, chill on the hard liquor for a while. I'll be doing, like, wines and spirits. I want to, like, level up on my wine game. I got some decent education, but. You know, I'm really trying to class my shit up a nice little bit or whatever, like be going into my 30s or whatever, like a nice classy ass, just like grown man. I want a nice apartment with nice furniture and, you know, a place where my parents come in. It's like, damn, all right, I see you. Like, this is good. You know what I always envision, bro? I want to have the crib. Where everybody can stay. Exactly. Like when, exactly. when the holidays that come together, yeah. I can everybody stay in there. My crib, yeah, and right? like that that is a house. Damn. But at the same time, like your current crib, like apartment townhouse situation could also be comparable to that. Like mm-hmm. your fa- like, you know, where you're not uncomfortable yeah. or whatever, whether it be the amount of space that people have or just the way that your shit look. Like I don't want my parents to come to a place and like not say wow. You know, like I'm on that now. Like, oh shit, like damn, all right, we raised a good kid with this one. Like, and that makes so. your parents feel proud. It, and it makes you feel it's good, like, but it makes them feel even better, bro. It's like when you give your parents a gift out of nowhere, it could be like actually a kind of like whatever type of gift, but like the fact that like they baby got them something like means the world to a parent. So it's like, you know, all right, niggas is graduating, they got good jobs, or like doing important and special work, so on and so forth. All that shit. And I mean, it ain't even just for them. It's for myself. But, like, I know how other people will be able to, like, take advantage of the positivity and progression that I make in my own life. And I live for that. I always do live for other people. Not in a vain way or, you know, self-destructive way. But it's not about me, man. It's about everybody else. And understanding that I'm a vessel for other people to get access to knowledge or blessings and experiences. That's something that I feel like God put me on this earth for. So I just want to own that and embrace that a lot. That's cool, cuz. <laughs> I love you, niggas, by the way. And I love all my other friends out there listening as well. Nigga, <laughs> cheese and like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man. God. That's what's up, though. I think that's another thing I think we all kind of hit on is giving, my, giving ourselves more credit, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely don't give myself any credit. It is hard because I'm a ton, I'm a tunnel vision ass nigga. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm in the trenches focused on work, school, whatever. It's like, bro. But on the flip side of that, you kind of do want that pat pat on the back. Mm -hmm. And like, even if I don't hear it from or get 
confirmation or affirmation for somebody else. I probably need to do a better job of like patting myself on the back, not Mm -hmm. seek the approval. Well, not the approval, but like get like a good pat on the back from other from other people. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm not as beneficial. Just like, yeah, a, yeah you're doing cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's cool. Because I do it for other motherfuckers yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm kind of that person too. Like, throw throw lives to a person mm-hmm. with like, oh, you got mm-hmm. this type thing. Mm-hmm. Or being the person like somebody come and vent to and talk to about like, look, man, you doing this, you doing that. Blase, blase. Like, you have a lot going on, but like, when it comes to like, <laughs> self-care of you know mm-hmm. taking care of you or whatever i don't do that a lot mm-hmm. you know so and it's probably part part of it's like my work ethic too because i'm just like yo it's a lot of shit that i want to get accomplished and so, i want to get done so. it's funny that you said it because i think that's the thing for me especially like i was saying like i'm in the big city and i'm i'm by myself like i mean i have good friends up there like some of my best friends that i have also in chicago as well but like that sense of like it's just me i'm just doing on a daily basis i'm constantly doing so i don't take a lot of time to reflect like coming home and being home for this like i'm usually home when i visit two three days i'm I'm here almost a week this year uh and like it's been awesome to like be a little lazy look around see how things have changed just look at my friends and like see how everybody's growing and maturing and all that stuff and just being able to like reflect and not have to be hustling on a day-to-day, moving around to another meeting and shit like that. Like, sitting back, I, I think I tweeted earlier, like, the art of being still. Like, you know, like, that. it feels good to be able to, like, be still for once, man. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, and another thing, I made a status about it, but being comfortably uncomfortable, mm. which is basically the concept of stepping out of the box you have for yourself. Because I know you said you wanted to do that too while you was in Dallas. Mm-hmm. But like stepping out of the box that you deemed yourself to be in to do other things. Because like, I, for me personally, this year, just with the podcast in itself, it's allowed me to enter certain spaces that like, no, the podcast started, the idea of the podcast came from me being drunk in the whip with Phil <laughs> heading into... Yeah. A damn day party. So like, so, so like, and naming it, and naming it after the shit I was drunk off, which was which was hitty. So like, oh, so like, oh, that's tight. Okay. So like, yeah, like I said, self deprecation and like just talking about shit I've been through, good, bad, ugly, sad, whatever you know, and then having people come on, rap about themselves, talk about what they've been through, or talk about hot topics or whatever. It's just, I didn't never think. In my wildest dreams, even though it's a it's on a smaller scale, but it just allowed me to enter spaces with other people who are also creatives mm-hmm. in 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 politics or mm-hmm. in tech mm-hmm. or in music. Is you had these people on here and myself included, and we talk about this stuff, and it makes me think about stuff that I've never really thought about before. Like it's kind of brain stimulating so. yeah so sometimes people just need that good combo to yeah for sure for sure for sure and we get you gonna get that ratchet shit too so yeah, like yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Balance. yeah. balance but yeah just like stepping into new situations you know like i didn't think i was gonna be doing this for a year i was just bullshitting at <laughs> first you know now it's like oh like, what if you did decide to actually make it 
mm-hmm. a brand type thing mm-hmm. or like take it to the next level what type of so you can make yeah it. so yeah man just being comfortably uncomfortable in situations that aren't necessarily your norm or what you're used to which is going to be conducive to growing and shit like yeah. that nothing so, new happens and changes if you don't actually take a risk yeah. so i feel you with that chris unless you get lucky yeah and like i was saying about my confidence and things like that like me owning it and being able to embrace that more would have gave me more confidence to take more risks right and go for certain things that my humble side where it's just like yeah, it's whatever Man, nigga, I do that yeah exactly stuff, like yeah, I'm, I'm sitting on the sideline saying that i could do it when i really do want to be in the game too like fuck that bro i'm playing like i'm playing <laughs> right i'm all about my lebron shit g like and goddamn me as i get older i'll be out here on my vince carter shit <laughs> Back in the day, goddamn me, I was on my Jamal Crawford. I, 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 I do, I, I do like actually being in the background often. Yeah. Like, I mean, from doing all this social shit for so long, I am totally happy with niggas not knowing everything that I do, all my moves, who the fuck I'm fucking, where the fuck I'm always hanging out, and I still post a lot. Right. But I, I've, I'm taking it back from like where I was on on Snapchat to like what I am on IG and I intend on like trimming down the fat even more on next year. Like I won't be on my personal account as Do Right Mars so often. I will be on Do Right Design <laughs> a lot more because I got a business to fucking grow, bro. Like it's yeah. different shit that I'm focused on. I'm not I'm not a star. Like that's my go-to phrase. And even with me embracing my shit and owning it and all this stuff, Rick Ross, I'm not a star. That's still it. I'm not a star. Yeah, bro. Like I'm, I don't know. Like, that's not my job. Like, and if I have to, you know, be known by more people or, you know, have a little more followers or whatever the case may be in order to get to where God intends on me to go in, I'm okay with that. But what I'm not is a fucking celebrity. I don't never want to, like, feel like I can't just do normal, regular shit. Even if I'm not fucking, like, world A-list celebrity famous, just to the point where, like, I can't just, like, not be bothered. It's times where if I'm walking, it's been dates that I've been on, walking down Michigan Avenue and shit, little cute shit with a shorty or whatever on, um, in Chicago. And like, I end up shaking their hands like six niggas on the way. And it's love. So like, I'm, I'm very happy for like the fact that people even see me and want to like fuck with me. But it's also like, damn, I wish I could kind of like not have to deal with that shit. And I'm not famous right now, but niggas like know me. So if I want to really grow and get to where the fuck I'm trying to go, I know it's going to come aboard that shit, but I'm not about to be, like, that's not my thing, bro. You can always, like, roll up and pull up on me. I'll take pictures, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, flex. No, there's some niggas like Joe Frischka. Shout out to Joe Frischka's up in Chicago. But, like, that nigga is, like, not world famous, but he this year he's gotten a lot more followers. He already was kind of booming and busting, like, the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and it's just been growing. But do like 30,000 followers on like Twitter, like 50,000 on IG. Like, if 50,000 people around the world follow you, bro, like, you famous to me. Like, that's pretty fucking famous. Like, and there's, it's obviously subjective and there's levels to this fame shit. It's not like everybody named Mama know him, but Don C know who he is. So, Don C know, maybe Kanye know, you know, Virgil know who the fuck this nigga is, you know, like, you're in a certain realm. Like, you were interviewed by Vogue magazine. Like, you're not living a regular nigga life. Like, that's actually something for you. And niggas want to take pictures with him or of him and add him on Twitter and all that other shit. Like, I understand. Like, SZA is popping. But then it was, like, some other random celebrity that I had, like, mentioned when I, like, played their music or some shit in the last couple of weeks. And 
they like just buzzing, but I get it. Like you probably get mentioned a lot. Like niggas see you around and be like, oh my God, you key or whatever the case may be. Like, oh shit, I, that's crazy. Like I'm one of your biggest fans, bro. Like that's work that you have to do when it comes to like pacifying people that really just want your attention. And it's with, you know, it's with love, but I don't want that. That's mm-hmm. not what I want. Gotcha. That's still crazy to me, bro. How much weight put on? How many followers you got? I guess I'm an old nigga. Yeah, you're not even <laughs> but, like, you just think about, but just yeah. think about, like, you weighed niggas, you weren't weighing their, I guess, worth on, like, uh, looking through, just the thought of looking yeah, through, yeah, yeah. looking yeah. at how many followers this nigga got. That's just, it's almost sick. It's a dollar sign. That's what, I mean, it's a it, dollar sign. Yeah, for some that's on that, but then also it is a sense of validation. If 50,000 people <laughs> Press click it like these are not bought followers, earned actual followers. Because there's a lot of niggas out here buy followers and likes. But if over the course of whatever the fuck you, if you actually do something, you're not just like a cute nigga or I mean a cute girl or a fine <laughs> nigga, <laughs> cute nigga, handsome nigga, whatever you know, whatever the case may be. But like if you if you're not like a pretty person or like I don't know some fashionista or whatever, you actually do something. Like niggas choose to follow you because of the work that you produce and the content that you put out there. Yeah. So like you've earned your keep to get your 50, 75, 100,000 plus followers on IG. I know a nigga like one of Julian's uh, best friends, Blue the Great, that nigga got like 33,000 followers, some shit like that on IG. Man's been on the Ellen show, done work with Kendrick. I think Kendrick like owned some of his pieces in his crib. He did some Isaiah Rashad, couple artwork, nigga did a mural. And made a nice check in LA, just like paying the side like a like a foot action or some shit over the course of a weekend. Nice bag, all that shit. But bro, like thirty, and he's not famous either. So a lot of people that would see him walking down the street and wouldn't know who the fuck he is. But it's thirty thousand niggas out there that do all across the world. That is still a crazy thing to think about, bro. Yeah. Like thirty thousand people. I mean, even though it's eight billion people in the world. 30,000 is still significant. Like, Run DMC was at a point at some time where, like, the niggas only had 30,000 followers <laughs> and fans. Like, but now, I mean, shit, niggas in the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, bro. Right, doing quotes from the bathtub yeah, and like, shit. So, <laughs> to shift gears off the serious shit, mm-hmm. what's the wildest shit you ever done to get your girl back? I'm trying to put think. in that hard work. I will. <laughs> yeah, I ain't never rolled up on a chick and been like, I'm sorry, bro. So, like, if you don't know, if you I don't have, know what I I'm have, talking about. I have, I have, but I feel like that's like regular nigga shit. I'm trying right. to think if I've actually did like some actual yeah. crazy If y'all know what I'm shit. talking about, I'm referring to Offset rolling up on Cardi <laughs> and being like, I'm uh, sorry, bro. Okay, okay, uh, okay. So, okay. like, I mean, I've definitely, like, caught a chick before on some, like, damn, you know, like, I really miss you, like, in, like, in traffic type shit, like, damn, like, please, you know, but other than, I don't, I I try not to do anything that's, like, too toxic that I feel like I might go to jail for or, like, lose you because it was actually so crazy, but chicks, some (laughs) chicks are, like, you know, you do that over the top shit, you fuck around and can't get your girl back, it's niggas that be like, Hey, I fucked up, y'all. If y'all give me X amount of retweets, maybe she'll take me back. And like niggas be getting that fifty thousand retweets. I'm like, damn, this is wild. Like, <laughs> I feel you, but whoo, that's a toughie. I don't, I don't know. I, I try my best to like work through things versus like doing wild shit. But I've done gifts. And by wild, I don't mean like have a hire a motherfucker to fly an airplane through the air to write <laughs> like 
take me back, I babe. Think, I think if I was shit. balling, I would do a lot of shit like that. Like, I would definitely <laughs> yeah, be on would... some, like, outside your, like, I would hire, like, a plane to fly by with a banner, like, I love you so much. <laughs> Two of them bitches, please take me back. <laughs> like, yeah, I would right. do that if I could afford it, because, like, I consider myself a romantic, but I also realize a lot of the shit that I really want to do that's romantic to me, I can't afford to do. Like, it's <laughs> like it's some, I got to get creative still with some of the shit that I do, G. Like, I mean, I'm down for a staycation, vacation, you know, <laughs> like maybe buying a ticket. Like, my um my last girl or whatever, we went to New York for Valentine's Day. I wanted to go to New Orleans, but the hotel I was working with, I couldn't get the discount I wanted, and the tickets were already mad expensive. So, and, like, she also really wants to go to New York. I wanted to go to New Orleans, and, like, she loved the idea that because she had never been to New Orleans or whatever. But then, like, she also really missed New York. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is, like, a decent alternative. She from New York? No, nah, she's from Illinois. She's from just outside of Illinois, a couple hours away. Like, over from where Virgil Abloh's from. He claims Chicago. He, like, two or three hours outside the city or whatever. Gotcha. So, like, and that that was really, really dope. And, like, I like doing a whole, like, surprise, you know, I got a hotel and a reservation type shit or whatever. But that's, like, no, that's regular nigga shit. Like, flowers, yes, I could do a dozen, maybe two. I think the wildest shit I might have, like, wow, I'm saying wow, but, like, keep in mind, niggas is on a budget. So, <laughs> this shit is expensive. So, you know, I say a budget always don't have nothing to do with it. If it's, you can get creative and still get something. You can't, no and that's something, that, that's something that I've definitely Okay, so with. I guess the better question, but like, what's something that had you outside of your comfort zone that you did to get your girl back? Not versus <laughs> wild shit. Um, I'm thinking like, I think like the most out of my comfort zone type thing might have been like um, sent flowers to a girl crib and she ain't know I like, I personally like dropped them off at her doorstep oh. and like left a card. Did you Boy. take a picture of yourself to be like No, no, no. Because the card, <laughs> like I went, I used an alias in the card. You so, so you yeah. like <laughs> so like so yeah. like you know it was me. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So like was it like your nickname that she gave you? Nah, it's a nickname in my like my family. Got you, got you. Got you. Got you. I'm not telling you that nigga. Oh, nah, bro. It's a day. It's a day. It's a day. No, no. Your mom. Dang, yeah, I can't remember yeah, what you did. Yeah, guess what, nigga? That's what happened when you get old as fuck. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then, like, she got the flowers in the card, mm-hmm. and she, of course, posted it on, mm-hmm. like, her Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, like, so I got to see her reaction mm-hmm. to, like, getting this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. So, like, I was like, okay, right. I didn't get her back. <laughs> but, right, 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 but right, like, right, that's right, the, like, right. out of my comfort zone type shit. Yeah, yeah. No, I, um, I rented a yacht before. Um, and this nigga was talking about, you said you had somebody yeah, ain't got buddy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a private one. And it was oh, just, that make it better, bro? It was a decent deal. It wasn't cheap, but at the same time, it, it, it was a nice little deal. Like, I definitely spent some money on the shit. But it, it fucked, like, a lot of the shit, I got bad luck, bro. So on the day <laughs> that the yacht was scheduled for, because, like, it was backed up, like, a month and a half, two months, like, that I had to wait over the summertime. It rained on that day, bro. <laughs> it rained on that day. Just so, like, so it'd, be, it'd be shit like that that happened to me where I'd be like, damn, like, I'm about to kill it with this shit. Got motherfucking, I had to Wine on deck, had a motherfucking picnic. <laughs> this nigga's out here with yachts, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. 
a private boat. But no, nah, yeah, fuck out of here. It's a, a yacht. It's a yacht. But yeah, and I wanted. It was supposed to be like when the sunset was going down. We was gonna be out at the lake and like be able to look into the city, the sunset. It was supposed to be some super fly ass shit, but I got rained on. That that, that might have been. I, I never even. I was so blown, and I'm also very forgetful. I never even hit them back to get my money back. They told me I could also like reschedule for next spring, but I had mm-hmm. missed my chance to do this shit. With yeah, shit. So bro, you need to do like, that shit right there. Yeah, 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 like fuck yeah. spring or whatever. Then next thing you know, in a week go by, I'm like, damn, I forgot to hit the niggas back reschedule. It's too late now. Like they probably got the paperwork still. <laughs> I'm not that type of petty nigga to call them three months later and be like, hey, G, <laughs> yeah, I run, need that. Run that back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Nah. So you ain't never did nothing. Bro, I can't even say I have. I'm thinking, dude, and it'll be, the way I make it up is between my girl now, it's just a nice little conversation. Me opening up to her, okay, that that might be it right there. Me opening up to her. vulnerability game, yeah, opening up is- and really letting her know how I feel. Makes well, everybody feel can't better. buy yachts, nigga. Uh, <laughs> it was a reasonable price. It was a reasonable <laughs> price. Nigga said renting a yacht was a reasonable <laughs> price, bro. Man, that but it was crazy. Brain. It's like I, I, I do want to be more on that. That's something that like I like owning it. Like I need to be more on that. Like I know the type of nigga that I am. I'm not hella R&B-ish with my shit, but at the same time, it's like, nah, I'm trying to do a lot of, like, smooth and cool shit. I ain't the pull-up at your job type nigga either. Yeah, like, yeah, Like, yeah. I, I've done it before, but, like, Why it not? wasn't, like, it wasn't something. It's something that you think is dope, but it's, like, when it comes time to try to execute. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like, 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 like I did it before. For one, like, now motherfuckers don't, that's, I mean, some people do, depending, but like some people don't have jobs that necessarily lend themselves to you, to you pulling up just, on them yeah, at their yeah, fucking yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you can't just weird. walk into that's a building weird. and be like, Yeah, like what's up? Big flowers, big, and ba- big and shit. uh, badge to get entry type building. Yeah, like, you yeah, can't just yeah, do that yeah, type yeah, of shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, security can't let you buy just because you did something sweet for your shorty. Like, I have pulled up to a, I have pulled up <laughs> to a job, but the, that, I mean, like, the job wasn't shit. So, like, it was like a customer service type job where uh, you, uh, Walk into it and be like, hey, right yeah, right oh, there yeah. type shit. If Real. it's somewhere, you got to walk to the desk. Yeah. It makes it a little more better and like a little more enhancing, so enticing for the girl. Yeah, so, so I ain't no pull up to your job ass type of nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, I'm more of the like leave something at the crib. Yeah, type, yeah. You know, I'm, and that's smooth. But like, oh. Like surprise package, like surprise gift. Or yeah. Some now, shit if like that. I will say for me going forward, I, if you are my lady, like I'm trying to do some like extra shit. And it's like I'm I'm older now, and I don't I'm not trying to party as much. So like the shit, the effort that I would put into like maintaining the lifestyle and like doing like cool shit and explore. I like to explore. I'm always gonna probably be an explorer. Mm-hmm. It's like. Either my shorty with me, or I'm probably putting that same like type of effort and intent into like discovering something new and enjoying life into like doing dope experiences with my shorty. Like I don't have it yet, but yeah, I'm definitely going to do like a private dining room situation with me and my chicken, like 
hella flowers and it's just like us two at a table, like in a private room in the back of like a I might do store. some shit like that. That's like, clean as hell. I have a bunch of niggas just deliver flowers to your job type shit. That might be kind of day dope. after day after day. Uh, after I've always like week. thought of a nigga playing some beautiful music on a violin, bro. So playing AT&T by 21 Savage. <laughs> Well, I mean, even like, you know, like, yeah, I, we can get it yeah, popping with yeah. this. I'm going to the orchestra. Have a motherfucker the, playing ass and titties on the piano. Oh, that's how you close it out after I drunk and fool. She tell you, you go get this work. Yes, man. We're going to get it really cracking. No, like, I'm going to like the symphony and shit like that, but like, I'm trying to be more on that as I get older or whatever. Like, go with my shorty to like the ballet and shit. That shit don't be cheap either. That shit be like, nah, like I've looked at them motherfucking like Jeffrey Ballet, Alvin Ailey type tickets with the black dancers and shit. Bruh, your ticket for a decent seat is 125. That's 250 just on that. So it's like, you really, you planning like a little bit ahead for some shit like that. Like, you probably shave a little bit off of like a check or two or three, depending on what Yeah, that would probably be more my Stilo, too. Be like, yo, pack a bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, if yeah. I had the bread, oh, I'm a different, like, I'm elite when it comes to this, like, lover boy shit at that point. Because yeah. you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to save and plan ahead and worry about X, Y, and Z. You actually just, like, got enough to, like, be spontaneous. And the way that girls uh, like spontaneity, you know, like, Renting a car and just going like already having a lodge set up and like y'all going to a snow lodge or some shit for the weekend. And you ski and you get drunk, you eat food, you fuck and you ski and you drunk and you eat food, you fuck and you just do <laughs> that yeah, over and over. But like that shit is like super like cute and romantic as hell, G. Like that's what I would like, you know. But like when you actually start looking at it and being like, damn, you'd be like, that's actually low key a band that you probably collectively spend it on. Everybody. I know. Like, nobody has like just in this. Most was the statistics. The statistic was like um, most Americans don't have like over like two or three hundred like in savings or whatever. Like most, like most Americans, no matter what. Like two or three hundred thousand. No, hundred, nigga. Like if you if you got an emergency going on, most like most Americans don't like. You know what I mean? All right, we younger blew up the band. If y'all niggas do got a savings, they get like a band. Like that's tight because niggas was smart and like on that. But in general, the like the fine majority of Americans don't even have at least $500. Like, if you got locked up and you need a bail, niggas do be having to call their relatives to ask them to borrow money for that shit, bro. Like, niggas don't be having that just on deck for a rainy day. (laughs) So, like, that's that's, that's savings, you know? Now we're talking about, like, some romantic for your shorty. No matter how much you love her, like, yeah, nigga, like, you got to plan ahead to save for some shit like that. Yeah. I know, I mean, I'll probably do some shit, like, Pay the janitors in the building directly across from her building to like spend the light thing. I love you and nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that would be awesome. Um, wait, that would man. be awesome. Yo, <laughs> simp in the building, nigga. <laughs> that would be awesome. No, that's that's why I, I, I've seen somebody like, yeah. before. I was like, damn, like, what the fuck? I would do this that. nigga on, but like, bro, I got people in my pocket. Yeah, like I, I never <laughs> well, watched. Your, I never what, watched. What, what was your, that? Uh, that movie Fifty Shades of Grey. But like, I knew like that's a horrible accent. What if your girl reaction trash though? What if your girl reaction trash? You buy me? I spent five racks on this. I paid Cletus five hundred dollars. <laughs> 
to fucking spell out exactly. I love you correctly and across the across the street. And I'll see yeah. doing it smiling and give you a kiss on the lips. Like, oh, that's so cute. Thank you, <laughs> you tried. You tried. Yeah, like, you tried. Whoa. Like, yo, nigga, oh, you want to talk about God. a nigga's ego being crushed. Oh, me, yeah, You like, man, I hope I get some hair for this. <laughs> Meanwhile, she go to sleep on your ass. It's been a long day. Thank you, babe. You're so sweet. You're so like so random let's flip the script because we even we still divert to like love why are we such fucking lover boys i don't know but nigga, all right. we all had parents that stayed married for true him, true man. you all right so before i ask this my nigga question, blamed it on broken home <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. No, I I fully agree with Elliot because no, I've dealt bro. I've dealt with situations where I'm like, damn, like certain. I can't blame nobody for not wanting to stay or like go through shit that they're not happy with or whatever. Like I'm here for you know motherfuckers like being happy, but then like the context of like the threshold of like how much one can really take sometimes in a relationship because these shits get hard. Like I'm sure we all have collectively seen our parents argue and yeah. cuss each other out in front hey, of I us. I used to get hella all scared that, that they would break up, bro. I used to cry. Same. My parents hey, did. My mama <laughs> bro, had threatened It was uh, a scary feeling, bro. Yeah, my mama had threatened <laughs> to divorce my daddy like a couple of times. I'm like, they, yeah. they're still together, but like, yeah. you know, it's like a hard ass like time that they're going through. Yeah. And it, like, it's even while I've been older. So like, I actually understand. It's not even like I'm a teenager, like about to go home in my room and like cry and shit. Like, <laughs> worried sick it's like i can understand even to a degree like why you might be fed up or some shit like that and they still together and you know motherfuckers like fix the shit and they work through it and they come out happier and stronger yeah like but that is that is work and we talk a like studies show most people tend to date someone that's like their parents or their siblings. Mm-hmm. I think there's a comfort that comes from that, a familiarity that comes from that, with that. The energy is like a lot more on par, so on and so forth. But then when it comes to like actually working through issues in relationships, so many people, like I said earlier about the accessibility, like we treat so much important shit as if it's disposable. It's like you can just find another. Like mm-hmm. that's really. You go back the to case. the responsibility shit. Yeah, I was like about you can, you can, yes, you can find somebody else and someone else to make you happy, yeah. but. I'm unique. You're unique. Our love is unique. If you want that shit to be maintained, we got to work through shit sometimes. You know, we got to put that effort in and choose one other. Heartbreak Mars. (laughs) Heartbreak Mars. But no, I am a full believer in like, yo, if I'm not happy, we'll work it. We'll try and figure it out. Mm -hmm. But like, if it's consistently... Me still not being happy, bro. I'm out. Like that's real. That's real. That's real. I'm good. But yeah, bro, I'm all about as long as the good outweigh the bad. We Gucci, bro. Same. That's a, that's a little bit more. Cause you gonna have bad. You yeah. you actually like just like I don't know the realistic expectations that we like the unrealistic expectations that we have because we're bombarded with so much stuff. Then nowadays you get so many people reinforcing the. If you're not happy, so on so forth. Like that's why niggas like oh, yeah, leave jobs and do it. Like everybody wants to be happy, but like we don't consider sometimes our perception of the world around us, the world that we live in. We don't control so much shit. You can't control a person. You can't control your job. You can't control your relationships. You can't control 
so many things out here in this world. Bruh, okay, my bad, man. I got the TV on in the background. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> It's a wild yeah, I'm that's to have the TV on the background. Oh, hey, God. God damn. Oh, God. Shaq, Shaq got some ugly ass feet. I can't hold it, bro. All right. So before niggas was so rudely interrupted by Shaq's feet. Shaq's feet. We're going to move on to the most important topic of the night outside of the, the rude growth niggas is going through. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who's the king of R&B? Wow. <laughs> Modern day or overall? Who's the king of R&B, bruh? Talk to me. Uh, Talk over- to me. Overall, it's... it's- if I got to give it, I'm going to do my big three overall, then right. I'm going to do my number one, just like, fuck it. Can't nobody really, like, question it. Right. My big three might be Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross, Michael Jackson. The one you really can't question over everybody is Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. And Prince and Stevie Wonder, right. if we really talking like a five thing, those guys are like, they, like that's, they, they really are tied, like, all yeah. that three. Um, modern day? Uh, in the modern era, I'm going with I'm going with my main man, yo guy, uh, Jay White Usher, man. Like, <laughs> Usher, Usher, that's just the man. That's project tough too. I'm dead. I'm dead. Modern day, bro. The first name that came to my mind was Chris Brown. Bro. Well, Chris that Brown is like Chris he's Brown like Usher reincarnate, but. Thing is, Usher beat up Rihanna. So I mean, no, Chris Ooh. Brown beat up Rihanna. Okay, outside of that, nigga. No, but like that's Usher my whole. That's my whole thing. The, oh, he got he got a he got a venereal disease, nigga. Oh, Usher. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, that's what so, the disease. What's the difference between the boys too? That was a wild ass yeah, scam. Chill, chill, bro. Booty <laughs> <laughs> man gonna get you. Man, <laughs> confirmed. Booty man, relax. Relax. So you say Chris Brown. Chris Brown for Chris Brown on blood. Chris Brown, bro. Chris Brown. So my thing with Chris Brown is after the Rihanna situation, he just went on such a dark spiral. Like obviously he was depressed. Like people were attacking him online. But he had he's doing drugs. He did. He still got fired. He do. But like he not who he was no more. That's what like Fine China. It's one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. Like, that is a Michael Jackson record that Chris Brown's just yeah. had performing. And, like, up there with, like, Thriller. Like, 24 Karat Gold, Bruno Mars shit, fight. Like, that and Fine China, like, some of the best R&B records I've heard in a long I time. I don't feel like MJ a little more out of outside of R&B. R&B. But like, he's the king of pop. Okay. Like, he's an R&B singer. He's just something to be a pop star. For Because R&B, I think, are more smooth and, like, Get in the mood music. Michael Jackson more like dance and get lit music. Listen to Off the Wall, man. You ain't never heard. You been there, Off the Wall. You're not talking about the song. No, that's He's talking about the album. On a whole Even Thriller, Thriller got Thriller got some panty drops. You played yourself. No. But it's like <laughs> Michael Jackson got plenty heat actually throughout the years. Butterfly, because nigga, you let we human a, let human like nature ride in the whip. I feel like they wrote more. butterflies, but yeah, like yeah. Michael butterflies Jackson is, version. Butterflies oh. is like my favorite, Man, like one of my favorites. Michael Jackson pop R and B. I give it. I mean, you take into consideration that Jackson Five and early Michael Jackson was soul music. So are we doing so like? Singer, are we doing R and B motherfuckers that like so happen to 
supersede the lines of what R and B are and then crossed over. I'm okay with that because I mean, honestly, we could we could say the same thing about a prince as well. Like Prince is a pop icon, but he his tradition and his trade is R and B music, bro. Like that's where he come from. Okay, I'll give you that. Because like, so, pop is just popular music. Like sometimes we like get because technically music. popular music right now is hip is rap. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, it's a lot. Like Drake yeah. is a pop star, but he's a rapper, rapper. still. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. like we still discuss him in those conversations. Yeah, because the lines are so blurry mm-hmm. now. So okay, mm-hmm. so if we're going by that definition, Mike. Yeah, Mike gotta be Mike. the undisputed number one. Because anybody gonna say R. Kelly? Nah, fuck that nigga. Uh, <laughs> he got. He do have a song called "Come to Daddy." It was unreleased, but like it was on a mixtape. I heard so cringy, um, bro. Most fire records I ever heard. So cringy, <laughs> dog. Like, like, bro. He made Chocolate Factory and just skated on by everything. But they finna get this nigga. Twenty nineteen. This nigga is out of here, bro. Let me see. But um, why he so sold up now? Right. It's, nigga, literally the, bo- it's literally the Boondocks episode where that nigga, he dropped the Pied Piper shit, came out with Step in the Name of Love, and niggas forgot about all the foul shit he was out here doing, bro. It, that's <laughs> literally what happened. Like, in Chicago, it, it, it really makes you understand the separating the artist from the art. Yeah. Like, because even with the Kanye situation, like, these niggas put out powerful music and their art is like, and we all flawed. That'd be the thing. Like sometimes I will like not to actually excuse anybody for the shit that they actually did. But when you are a celebrity, once again, I'm not a star. I don't want that pressure. When you on a when you a celebrity, like there's a pressure to like be held on a higher pedestal than okay. the average fucking person, even though we people as fuck, bro. We off like niggas be acting like they fucking creepy ass uncle ain't touched none of them when they was growing up. That niggas still welcome for your Christmas dinner. Yeah. Like come the yeah. fuck on, G. Yeah, I mean, not to say that yeah, like, any yeah. of it is like I get what you say. Yeah, like on a on a level playing field. Like let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah, I get what you say, but yeah, it's fucked that nigga. So he not getting no. I, have not I mentioned that nigga one. I mentioned that nigga one time, and like I look back. I'm on a previous episode, and I look back at like, yo, this nigga is really foul. But um, Michael Jackson, growing up in my house, we got a lot of. I said we, but it was really only me. So Michael Jackson, uh, a lot of Luther, a lot it's gonna of Luther. Be, it's gonna be, and we got a lot of Earth, Wind, and Fire. My bro, my true. dad stayed playing, true. That, bro. But that's, that's a, a band, group, so you can't really yeah. say so, it. Okay, oh yeah, it's a right, group, bro. Right. Like you Frankie right. Beverly and Maze yeah. group. Yeah. I got you. So and we, we got a lot of that too. Shit, like, Temptations got a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Whispers got a lot of that. So like. It's group. But we gotta do a modern because you also just did two other ones. And I like yo, I know my I know my modern. I know my modern. Usher. You brought like Usher, like my way was like I think it my way was like the first fucking tape video. God the album. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was like one of the first albums I got, and it was a tape. So I'm actually more of an 8701 over Confessions guy. All of this shit is fire. Like so it's like it's like it's like comparing like most of Kanye albums. Like it's actually hard to choose. Confessions is undefeated, but to like legendary like old school Mike, 
Luther. Yeah, you brought up Luther, bro. You got to separate the modern from the old class. Yeah, classes, and then, like, I don't know hard. who my third one would be. Like, uh, it could be Prince on a given day. Obviously, the other. It could be um, Stevie on a given day. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's a lot of time. Like, it's a lot. Like, black music is so incredible. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, I guess the underlying lesson learned is not fucking Jacquees. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> it's not. Fuck you, Jacquees. Hey, okay, I listened to him for the first time. Like. And my family showed me him the other day. He not trash on the. He cover not trash, trash, but and like what he did is <laughs> getting him a lot of publicity. What he, he, what is, he, he but like six nine again. But he like <laughs> rolled up on Key Sweat and was like, "Yeah, oh, motherfuckers wasn't saying y'all was King R and B because y'all ain't have the internet." It was like, "Nigga, like, <laughs> like he didn't have to have the internet. These motherfuckers had women throwing panties on the stage. Little Mop and Glow not going up on stage, <laughs> having women throwing pa- panties at him, bro. Like, he really got, got the a, sauce uh, like that, Sina my nigga. King R&B, but a girl threw her wig on stage at Cribbins, though. I saw that. Okay. That was really awesome. That nigga can sing, oh. too. Shout out to Smino. Shout Cribbins. out to Smino. What was that? That was, that was like like two, two weeks, weeks ago. Oh, two but, yeah, and then uh, so modern day will probably be will definitely be Usher because like that nigga got three albums in Easily succession that are beasts with mm-hmm. My Way eighty seven oh one and Confessions. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a hell of a run right there for your first three, and then I'll probably go Briss Brown. Bruce Brown. Yeah, he Bruce got Brown. Good. Granted, good. Usher had the first cold move. No, he had the next. The first next generation cold moves of our era. Michael Jackson had him. Yeah, well, he got Usher. it before. Well, he was on stage with Michael Jackson. Yeah. So, like, yeah, Usher had his reign, had next or whatever. And Chris um, Brown took it to and the now, next he, level. Now, Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Next big blood. No, nah, it's like Chris Brown <laughs> came along. You know, had his setback, had his flaws, but like, yeah. yo, like that picture where he's standing, hella like stern and steady, looking at Karuchi walk by him is one of my favorite pictures. It's <laughs> fucking yeah. mean. So you just gonna ignore me like that? <laughs> um, well, just to like balance it out for twenty nineteen, who are, well, better yet, for twenty eighteen, we should just close it out like I'm talking about that. Fuck the future, right? Who are y'all top five rappers of the year that you like to listen to? Your favorites, most entertaining, biggest trolls, anything. anything. Well, the biggest troll is fucking Takashi by like a long shot. Well, like, you know, I'm just saying, like, within like that realm, like, whatever, like, if you want to, like, if you said Takashi and you say, like, I don't like his music, but I like it. Yeah, as I mean, a rapper, he got catchy troll. ass songs, but like, like the fact yeah, that, that I heard nigga, his album was actually really. The good. fact that that nigga is such a troll, yeah, okay. it's just like, bro. I'm oh no, no, he's, he's not in my top anything. I'm not going. He didn't know what As far as like rap, like top five rappers this year, <sighs> fuck. I'm trying to think, like, what did I play the fuck out of this year? Um. <laughs> Beyonce, no, <you laughs> as a rapper, Beyonce. Well, not Beyonce. Beyonce wasn't rapping, but like I played the fuck out of uh, the card. Everything is love for sure. Uh, what else? I played the fuck out of. I'm playing the fuck out of Twenty One Savage right now. <laughs> like that's my shit. Like that Twenty One is my you shit. Know, I play a lot of Key Glock because he. He, he might good. He might be my hidden favorite of the year, bro. And so he's in your top five. Like I'm trying to get niggas top five. See, like top five just for the year or not all yeah, together. Yeah, top all five for rappers 
for the year. Like, who are your guys? Your up and comers? Your all of that shit. I gotta throw Uzi in there too. He be in my mix a lot. So my little brother Taji told me that that nigga dropping a project on Friday. I did not know that. Damn. He, I think he. It can't be. It, it might be. It might be dropping out. Ooh, they he do drop them on Friday. Yeah, and it's eleven, yeah. so it's it's twelve Eastern time now. But Taji had woke me up like on the twenty sixth. Like, yeah, Uzi said he dropping. Right. I love Uzi. He Hold on, was Taji your youngest brother? No, Taji is my sixteen year old brother. That's the one that y'all grew up in, like yeah. song. That nigga's six three now, bro. No, he not. I promise, bro. he feel hype, bro. No, yeah, no, he not. Yes, I'm not yes, he is. Weekend, so it's wild. That's impossible. Damn. Bro. Um, ooh, probably for me, I played the fuck out of the Smino album. Okay. Smino's Smino a top five yes. for me. Uh, I think he's up there yes. as a top five. Like I said, I'm playing the fuck out of uh. 21 Savage. That's my name. I played the fuck out of uh, Everything is Love, the Carters. Um, I am playing J.I.D. a lot. It the is Ca- good. DiCaprio it's good. too. It's good. It's good. And I'm trying to think what else. Um, a lot of shit was long as fuck. Like, I, I keep saying. It's I'm, been a this, long This year. might be like the year. old nigga stance. I can't listen to shit past like fourteen tracks. <laughs> like my attention span. So what say you it. about say Tierra Whack? Like how she had she got or even just like the one minute song, mm-hmm. one and a half minute song thing that's going on right like, now. Like if you can Are manage you cool if you can manage to make it not feel like goddamn cause like Lil Wayne album, like towards the middle of the shit, I was like God yeah. damn, bro. I have not it don't, it don't <laughs> have a lot shit of replay value. Long as fuck. Yeah, it don't have a lot like, of I don't even like most of the songs. I still love Lil Wayne. Like twenty tracks of Quavo. Like, bro, I don't need twenty something tracks. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't need he twenty tracks of Quavo. He thought that was a goat move. I don't need twenty twenty tracks of you Damn. doing the same similar shit. Okay, it's tough. I for give. Top five. I give not an art. It, it, you can, I can't say Metro. I just looked through my library and I added hella Metro songs, bro. You put album. out a, that 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 yeah, yeah that project was really good. But it's hard. That's almost like saying that's almost not a valid answer though, because he's not. And I played the hard. fuck out of <laughs> I played the fuck out of uh, Ty Dolla and Jeremiah album. My I heard time. that was really good. I heard that was really. It's good. It's not a rap album, I yeah. it, I but like that. I played yeah. the hell out of that shit too. So. Damn. Okay. Um. Damn, rappers of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. It's like I'm some a, coming out every week. It, yeah, and it's not even like I said albums. Like right. I said rappers. I'm going mm. to give only just to play into it because I love the narrative. And I love that he posted on this IG from Def Jam or whatever. Artist of the year, produced by producer of the year, on the album of the year, Pusha T. That's Pusha. my number one. Like, I didn't even think about and that. It, and he hauled them shook through the pressure. Like Drake did not beat him in that battle, and Drake now has plenty of chinks in his armor. The fact that he has not responded since he said that forty side bitch yeah. was pillow talking and told him <laughs> it wasn't Kanye, nigga. I found that from your Yo man side. Shorty. Yeah. Love it. Oh, it was such a that's like rap game chess move type shit. So like that might be my number one. Yeah. Um, as far as like rap. Not and like, bro, that rap. seemed like it was so long ago, and that yeah. was only in May. Yeah, May summer. Yeah. Well, Daytona dropped it, and, but the, yeah. the information, yeah, all through the summer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even to recently, the Jay, yeah. The, yeah, the Joe Budden shit might have been back in October sometime early. Shit, they just November. talked about it uh, a few weeks ago. Man. Yeah, That's what like, I said. That, but that was in May, though. Yeah, like yeah, the year yeah, is yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. So it's 
And that I shit just it. seemed like it was yesterday. I love it. Yeah, I so love I forgot it. all about that. Um, <laughs> um, Key is definitely on my list. He's probably my breakthrough artist of the year. Yeah. For, sure, for sure, Key, Key. K-E-Y, my nigga. His album was trash, and I love Seven Key. Seven Seven was trash. Yeah. Bro, we got a box after this. You're wilding. <laughs> is one of my favorite artists, cause and then, but that album, Seven 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 was trash to you. It was it was poo poo. I played J Rock a lot too. I don't even want to go into all of that with you yeah, right now, Ellie. We yeah. talk off of the show. <laughs> um, but then I also got, all right, so I say Pusha. I say a key. I'm going to give it to motherfucking Earl Sweatshirt. That's my, <laughs> that's my comeback on this That's my comeback. I came with Earl Sweatshirt, bro. I always thought he Some was low key slow. No. <laughs> like... Cool, 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 cool. This hey, is mine. This I is got you, person. bro. This is my personal. But some hey, rap songs. I need to give them a list. I don't, I don't know yet. I need to actually write down because I wrote a list of my favorite rap albums. I haven't like decided what's my number one, two, three, and all that shit. I haven't even ranked them. I just like got my list together. Um, but some rap songs is one of like the most beautiful and like special rap albums of the year. I will do something that I haven't done before and say J. Cole, man. Like, KLD uh, is bomb as hell. And I, I respect the man because he do the whole, like, Bruh, it's so album crazy. With no feature situation. It's so he crazy, though. Three of them albums you named came out maybe in the summer, and it seems like it was so long, bro. Yeah, bro. You know, I, shit, I, I, everything I, I, I is everything is love came out in the summer, too. And, like, yeah, 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 bro, yeah, yeah. but it's so much music that comes out now that, like, so, it just seems like it wasn't even in this year. Yeah. I said Key. I said motherfucking. Earl Sweatshirt. Earl. I just said motherfucking. Da, 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 da. What did I just say? I'm sorry. The Henny is. Earl Sweatshirt. Um, no, no. J. Cole. Yeah, yeah, J. And then Cole. my underrated come up artist the next year is Young Nudie. No. Young Nudie. <laughs> I can't right. wait. This is this going to get published and produced and posted and all that shit. Young Nudie going to have you a You said it here first, bro. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Young Nudie. 21 Savage going to go on tour because that album is popping. Young Nudy is right hand man and one of his main collaborators. Young Nudy gonna open up for Twenty One Savage on stage. And I don't know if you niggas saw, but it was a fight that Young Nudy had. I think it was like Halloween. They had like a Nudie Land like <laughs> concert or whatever in Atlanta, and some niggas behind him on stage broke out to a fight on some random shit. Damn, the niggas behind him on stage, yeah. not even in the crowd. His niggas beat them niggas ass. <laughs> they ended this squashing that shit or whatever, so they go back on stage. Then he starts the song back. I'll find a clip for you, Ellis, so you can see it. But then he starts back off his set with the song Pussy, which is a banger. Yeah, niggas pussy. Niggas really scared. Yeah, yeah, niggas. Oh, yeah. I'm about to. You're going to get into nudie. But fuck it, y'all. We love y'all. Happy New Year. It's been a, it's been a hell of a year. Bruh. Fuck Trump, too. His yeah, impeachment bruh. coming in 2019. Bruh, so that's going to be the last episode of the year. For Henny Nights. Last episode, Nyoga. <laughs> Stink meter. <laughs> I appreciate y'all jumping on. Oh, we're talking about this. I want to do more. Talking about, talking about this rude growth we going through. Most Man. Death, so, uh, E-Clay ain't got no social media, so this nigga don't count. No social media, Young E-Clay. Young Mars bro. info will be in the description of the episode. Whatever. So, until then, Happy New Year. We'll holler at y'all later. Peace.
Back home smoking legal. I got more slaps than the Beatles. Foreign shit running on diesel, dog. Playing with my nigga, shit is lethal, dog. Don Corleone. Trust me, at the top it isn't lonely. Everybody acting like they know me, dog. Don't just say it now, you gotta show me. Bring the clip back empty. Yeah, asked to see the ball, so they sent me, dog. I just broke off with a 10 piece, dog. There ain't nothing, I'll just be a friendly, dog. Just a little 10 piece for it, just to blow it in the mall. Doesn't mean that we involved. I just what? I just uh, put a Richard on the card. I ain't going playing ball, but I'll show you how the fuck you gotta do it. If you really wanna ball, take your five and your back against the wall. And a bunch of niggas need you to go away. Still going bad on them anyway. Saw you last night, but did it all day. Yeah, a lot of murk coming in a hallway. Got a sticky and a cupid at my dog's place. Girl, I left you love it, magic, not saw shade. Still going bad on you anyway.